Hi there, Pastor Austin Vondracek here. Thank you for joining us at Rosewood Church Online. My prayer for you is that this message will be used by God to bless, teach, and challenge you today. And whether you call Rosewood home and are catching up on a past message, or you're one of our many long-distance partners who tune in every week, would you consider giving back to support the ministries and missions of Rosewood Church? You can do so easily through our website, rosewoodchurch.org. And if you're listening and you're local to the West Michigan area, we would love to have you in person when the time is right for you. Again, I pray this blesses you and helps you grow in your love of Jesus Christ. Good morning. Well, welcome to Rosewood. My name's Austin. I'm one of the pastors here. And um, as we were kind of thinking about this day, and of course this day was in the planning for a while, there was a, um, a story or a verse that was kind of going through my head and, and that I knew I kind of wanted to share today. So before we get to, you know, why many of us are, are here today, kind of the climax of the day as we serve with 20 leaders, uh, I just wanted to share some words from uh, Matthew 14 with you. Uh, it's the story of Jesus feeding the 5,000. Uh, now, Prior to this story, kind of building up to it, you find Jesus seeking solitude, uh, but the problem is the crowd is seeking Jesus, and they track with him as he's on the Sea of Galilee until eventually he just kind of gives up the, the day of solitude, right, and goes to shore and spends time with the people, teaching and ministering, and eventually they're there for long enough that people start to get hungry, and the disciples bring this point to Jesus's attention, and so they take inventory. What do we got to work with. And they discover what they have are five pieces of bread and two fish. Meanwhile, there are over 5,000 people who are there and hungry. They don't even have enough food to feed the disciples, much less all of these people. So Jesus gets to work. And in verse 19, it says, taking Jesus taking the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to heaven, he gave thanks and he broke the loaves kind of reminiscent of the, of the Last Supper, in a way, and, and communion. I want to notice what Jesus does and in what order, because for most of you sitting here, chances are you know how the story ends. It results in this multiplying feeding of so many people. But just like, just forget about that for a second. Take note of where Jesus is. He is holding five loaves and two fish, and he's giving thanks to God for this offering of food. Sounds a little odd, doesn't it? It's not nearly enough. Why is Jesus thanking God for that which is not enough to meet the problem in front of him? Well, I don't believe that Jesus is thanking God for uh, just what they have. I believe that he is giving thanks to the Father for that which has not happened yet. He's giving thanks, and he is blessing the supplies of a miracle. As the story goes, then Jesus gave them, that is the supplies, or he, he gave them to the disciples, and the disciples gave them to the people. And then as a result of this, everyone's fed. In fact, everyone, everyone needs so much they have like doggy bags to go home with, with people. There's so much food left over. There's all this, all this bread, all this fish, and there's plenty. And, and what I want to look at today, just again, just so briefly, just to kind of set up what we're doing today, is that when we serve in the ways that we are serving today with 20 leaders, 
we are very much entering this story in a very contemporary way. Think about what occurs. The disciples look out and they see a lot of hungry, they see over 5,000 hungry people. We today, we see that one in eight people in the world do not have access to clean, healthy drinking water. That which I'm going to say everyone here takes for granted that we all have. The disciples look to Jesus and they say, look at this problem. What are you going to do about it? How are we going to fix this? And so also we look at nearly a billion people in the world who don't have access to clean water. And so our hearts also kind of turn to a prayer like that. God, what can be done? How could I even help? And so Jesus takes the supplies and he blesses them. Ordinary food, he blesses them. And then he takes these blessed items and they are given to the disciples. And it is the disciples who give the food to the people. It is the disciples who carry out this miraculous event. But it is Jesus who first blesses them. Jesus blesses, Jesus gives, and the disciples give. That's the part of the story that we enter today. That we have this opportunity to take the basic necessary supplies, some plastic, some fabric, some PVC, and a little adhesive. And we see these things as blessed in a way, blessed by Christ to go forward and to help people all around the world. People that you may never meet on this side of eternity, but real people who need help. And you and I get to enter this story today as we help to supply the materials and to put them together and to celebrate that which God is doing through such ordinary means. Now, in a moment, I'm going to have Chip come up uh, with 20 leaders and just talk a little bit about what we're doing today. Uh, But let me pray for us before he comes up. So Jesus, uh, thank you for this opportunity that we have. Thank you that uh, that we can make this kind of difference. God, in, in, when we see such problems, that are such, such huge problems, like nearly a billion people without, without clean water, we think that big problems have to have big solutions. But God, you have given to us the supplies of this miracle today. You have given to us the elements that you have blessed which we now get to put our hands on and prepare for people all over the world. So God, thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for the ministry of 20 leaders, for all of the people who are involved in making this day happen, and all the people who have helped make this this amazing organization uh, flourish in the ways that it has. And so God, thank you for this day. We ask that you, as Jesus called up to heaven, that, that we also call up to heaven and say, Jesus, bless this that we have to offer so that your good would be done through them. So thank you for this opportunity. And it's in your name that we pray. Amen. All right. And like magic, here's hey. Chip. So, Chip, uh, thank you again for being a part of this. Oh. You know, normally, like, organizations go, or churches go to you. And right. you guys are gracious enough to come to us, which I know 
took a lot of work. So first, thank you for that. Really appreciate it. I think it. it's going to be worth it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I do too. So tell us just a little bit about 20 liters yeah. and uh, maybe brief us a little bit on what's going on today. I mean, I had this whole pitch about, you know, helping people you've never met before. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> no, no, that's good. Uh, anybody know what this is? Jerry can. How much does it hold? There you go. <laughs> uh, that's where our name comes from. It's also the amount that the World Health Organization says that everybody should have. So the idea is this would be enough water for your daily use, for cooking, cleaning, personal hygiene, drinking, that this is enough, right? Um, this is the standard we shoot for. This is where our name comes from. In reality, most families in Sub-Saharan Africa, especially in West and East Africa, are subsisting on less than five liters per day. Uh, and the reason for that is when it's hard to come by, you can serve it. When it's, when it's a rare resource, when it's a hard resource to gather, um, you can serve it. So one of our main goals is just to be plentiful, to increase the amount of water that's available to people. And so this is the symbol that we're going to use today. Uh, for those of you walking for water, you'll be interacting with this concept uh, that there are 1.1 billion people in the world today that don't have indoor plumbing. That if they want water, they got to go someplace and gather it. Right? And for 663 million of those people, they're gathering surface water, which means from a river, a lake, a stream, a swamp, and that water is most definitely making them sick. So the second half of what we're doing this morning, for some of you it'll be the first half, you know, follow me, go with me on this. Um, we're going to be building the water filters that we as 20 liters use in Rwanda to make that drinking water clean. The majority of the families that we work with live in rural communities. They're gathering water from a lake, a river, or a stream. The same lake, river, stream, mud puddle where the cows go to the bathroom and, you know, it's gross, right? Um, and we're able to make that water into WHO grade improved drinking water um, just through the use of some simple materials that you guys will be able to get your hands on. But our goal there is that we are providing 20 liters of clean water for every person. So the household filter that you guys are going to build today produces about 100 liters of clean water in a 14-hour period. And that's enough then for about a family of five to have their 20 liters per person. Um, so my challenge for you today, we have some of these jerry cans with us. Feel the weight of this jerry can when you're walking for your water, all right? It's 45 pounds full, okay? Um, and the other challenge I have for you today is to imagine what would it be like to restrict ourselves. You mentioned we don't think about our, our drinking water. We don't think about where it comes from. We don't think about how we use it. We fill our pools with it. We spray clean drinking water across our lawns. We just don't think about it. So my challenge for you this morning is to think about your drinking water, to think about clean water in a new way as you walk for it and as you provide filters for people who don't have access to it. Thank you again for making Rosewood a part of your day. Now go in peace to love and serve the Lord.